0: Hello, friends. Have you ever felt like you were missing out in life? Looking for an answer? Well, look no further. The Messengers Radio Show is here to help you fill that hole in your life. www.themessengersradio.com
1: Hello, everyone. This is Marcus. And Tricia. And we are... The Messengers. And this is our final episode... Of our series, The go. Fruits of the Spirit. I was gonna give a little traumatic pause there. Oh. Traumatic or dramatic? Dramatic.
0: dramatic pause. I don't want. I don't want you being traumatic. No, no traumatic pauses. Right.
1: So this is our last episode on the fruit of the spirit, and we're talking about self-control in this one. Yes. Now a lot of a lot of times it's hard for us to have self-control.
0: Well, let's remind them about what the fruits of the spirit are.
1: Okay. Well, let's look over in Galatians 5:22 to 23. It says this. But the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such thing there is no law.
0: All right. So, like some of the other Fruits of the Spirit, there are not many scriptures on self-control. Most of them are in Titus, and we'll get to those in a minute. If you've missed out on our other teachings about the Fruits of the Spirit please visit our website, (laughs) themessengersradio.com. We would love any feedback you have. Since this is the end of our series, we look forward to what God has planned next. I'm excited. (laughs) Stay tuned to see the new revelations from God. All right. Well, self-control is something that you have to do. It's like when we discovered kindness and how it is not a way of living like the other ones. Right, You have to practice it and make it evident in your life. There are times listed in the Bible when and how you should express self-control. For example, we see in Titus what Paul wants him to convey to the people.
1: That's right. In Titus 2, verses 1 through 2, it says this. You, however, must teach what is appropriate to sound doctrine. Teach the older men to be temperate, worthy of respect Self controlled and sound in faith, in love and in endurance. And if we look a little bit further down, we see that in Titus 2 verses 3 through 5, it says this Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderous or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self controlled and pure to be busy at home, to be kind, and to be subject to their husbands, so that no one will malign the Word of God. And the last part of this uh, we'll see in Titus 2, 6-8. So we're basically looking at 1-8 through 8 in this one. Yes. And these are all from the NIV. Similarly, encourage the young men to be self-controlled. In everything, set them an example by doing what is good. In your teaching, show integrity seriousness, and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned so that those who oppose you may be ashamed because they have nothing bad to say about us.
0: So here Paul is explaining to Titus how the church should live in order to please God and continue to grow. Everyone should be involved from the older men and women to the younger men and women. Don't get caught up in the wives submitting to your husbands because that is how it's supposed to be. We as husbands and wives are to love God first, then each other. Husbands are to be the head of the household, just as Christ is the head of the church. We see this example in Ephesians five twenty-one through 27.
1: Sounds like a plan. Let's look at that one then. All right. All right. Ephesians five twenty-one starts this way. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. And we can also look at Colossians three eighteen through 19 Wives, submit yourselves to your husbands, as is fitting to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and do not be harsh with them.
0: Yeah, well you know many women today seem to forget this very important lesson. They do not like to be subjected to anyone, let alone a man. But this is how God created it from the beginning. You know, I kind of like it because it takes some of the pressure off of me and puts it on Marcus. Oh, thanks. (laughs) But you know, he in turn has to take his responsibility very seriously. For he will be judged on that day how he handled his family. That's right. And I think it's important to realize also that... The husbands have to love their wives. You don't have to be subjected to someone who is beating you or any abuse that you may be taking. The husbands have the very serious responsibility of loving their wives just as Christ loves the church. We also find there are many charges of what to do and what not to do to be self-controlled. Here are some of the things we are not to do.
1: Okay, so yes, not to do. We're not looking at do. Colossians three eight to start off with, but now you must also rid yourselves of such things as these: anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. And then we can also look at Second Timothy three verses one through five. But mark this: there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful have nothing to do with such people.
0: Does that sound familiar to anyone yeah. about our world today? But as we can see in this last verse, we are definitely living in the last days. All of these things mentioned are happening today in our world. Right. But just as Jesus said in John sixteen thirty three, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, for I have overcome the world. I love that. This is a wonderful and precious promise that Jesus gave to us, so that we may have comfort and rest in this fallen and crazy world.
1: Right. Let's look over and kind of finish up a little bit more on Titus 2, verses 11 through 14. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age, while we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave Himself up to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own eager to do what is good
0: i like that that's a pretty awesome promise too we see that jesus gave up his life to purify us from the wickedness of the world he did it once for all but we must try to live holy lives in a sinful world so here are some things we can do to be
1: self-controlled so once again Yes, you can do these things. You
0: should do these things.
1: Over in Colossians 3, verses 12 through 14. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you have a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity.
0: I really enjoy that verse. I like it because if you notice, it had four of the other fruits of the Spirit. It had mm. kindness, gentleness, patience, and love. Right. Uh, that was really awesome. I like that verse.
1: And if we look in this last one for, for the things we can do, we see 2 Peter 1, 5 through 5-7. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness mutual affection, and to mutual affection love.
0: I like that. Well, these verses are ones that sum up kind of what we've been saying. Galatians 6, 7 through 10 says do not be deceived god cannot be mocked a man reaps what he sows whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life let us not become weary of doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up therefore as we have opportunity let us do good to all people, especially those who belong to the family of believers. We will leave you with this last verse, Galatians five sixteen through 18. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Hmm. That's really important to remember, that your spirit and your flesh are warring against each other. Right. So you need to live by the Spirit.
1: And if you want to learn a little bit more about the Spirit, the soul, and the body, I would suggest that you would go to Andrew Womack's website, awmi.net, and he's got a book there, and he's also got a teaching there that you can download or listen to on his site for free uh, on Spirit, Soul, and Body. The book really is just an amazing book, and it will help you understand a lot more about what we're talking about when we're talking about, you know, the, the flesh fighting against the Spirit.
0: Mm-hmm. It really kind of lays it out there, and it's pretty plain and pretty easy to understand.
1: It's very easy to understand. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, you guys, we've had so much fun, and we've learned so much about the fruits of the Spirit. So we just invite you to join us on our next journey through the Word of God. We love you guys, and we, we look forward to any and all feedback.
1: That's right. And this would not be an a episode of The Messengers if we did not give you who are listening out there the choice to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you've never done this before. Now you may have felt a tug on your heart while you're listening to some of these. And you may have thought, you know, there's something that's missing out of my life. Well, that's something that's missing is Jesus. And there is a God-shaped hole in your heart that we have all tried to fill with, with worldly things. Yeah. And every time we try to fill it with worldly things, we always find that it's not enough. Mm-hmm. There's only one thing that's enough, and that's Jesus. That's right. So, choosing to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior is the most important decision that you will ever make in your entire life. Ever. Right. So, God's Word promises this in Romans 10:9 through 10 that if you will confess Jesus with your mouth and will believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And if we skip a few more lines down to Romans 10.13, it says, "...for whoever will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved." So many people make it so hard to think that you have to do certain things, or special things, to get into heaven. And that's just not the case. You need to do only two things. So by His grace, God has already done everything to provide salvation. Your part is simply to do those two things, to believe and receive. So, if you're ready to believe and receive and change your eternal destination to have your name added to what's known as the Lamb's Book of Life and to be in heaven when you pass from this world, I'd like you to pray this prayer out loud with me. Say this Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen.
0: Amen.
1: In the very moment that you commit your life to Jesus Christ, the truth of His Word will instantly come to pass in your spirit. Now that you're born again, that means that there's a brand new you. Yay. Now, you may not have felt anything, or you may have felt something completely strange. It, it, it varies from different from per- person to person. Yes. Yeah. I just want to encourage you that if you need help if you need a Bible if you need any other materials if you need anything from us we would encourage you not to just make this confession and stop you need to continue to grow because the devil will come and try to steal that joy that you just received
0: yes
1: you need to get in the word if you have a if you have a smartphone get on your smartphone there's free Bible apps out there if you're on your computer Go to Bible, BibleGateway.com. There's, that's a great place to learn and read the Bible. Yeah. Or if you just want a Bible that you can have in your hand, let us know. Go to our website, TheMessengersRadio.com. There's a contact button on there. Click on that. Fill that little, that little format. That form will go to both Tricia and myself, both of our emails. And we will be happy to do whatever we can to get a Bible in your hands. So until the next episode
0: which we don't know what will be, but we're working on
1: We think some we know, yeah. yeah.
0: We're working we we... on some awesome things.
1: Great ideas. Yeah. Great ideas from the Father. So we love you guys. We
0: do. We love you. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.
1: <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Messengers. We pray that you've been blessed by the Word of God and that you continue to grow. We would love to hear from you. Contact us at www.themessengersradio.com